All right, people, what is up? Welcome back to Green Visor Guys. Oh, my goodness. This is, what, our fifth episode now? I think that's right. I think that's oh, my right. goodness. Five episodes. And uh, that's actually the amount of listeners that we had on our last episode. So, uh, thanks, <laughs> Don't Mom. Don't say that. I, I mean... No. I, I, of them. <laughs> I, I, okay, we had six. Like, give me, I, and, but one of them was you. So, oh, no, no, man, we're we're on the come up. We're you know it'll happen. Uh, it's not a big deal. Um, we just got to figure out a way to mo- have more people join us, right? Like, have more people get involved. And um, crypto is back on the up and up. We are like right back where we were last week. However, now Binance uh, is apparently running for uh, president of the world. I heard Binance this week after the news last week of moving to Malta. I heard they bought India in cash. Is that right? Uh, I, Just cash. I, I don't think that's correct. Uh, but they, what they, they bought did it do, in Bitcoin. It wasn't they, cash. It was Bitcoin. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, um, that's Very not true. Good. By the way, people who are like, these guys said that they bought. They, that's not true. Okay. Do so, but you, yeah, do your own research, right? We've told you time and time again. Um, we don't know what we're talking about. We don't think the market knows what it's talking about, and everyone in it is just along for the ride. So, um, but Binance is actually making some crazy moves. We talked about that moving to Malta last week. Uh, Binance signs a fifteen million dollar agreement with the Bermuda government for crypto investment and jobs, um, and then they're also just like doing the uh, the Binance dust, you know dust project where you know you get to take all your shit coins that you have like point zero 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 one of and you know move that into actual currency so man Binance is making these crazy moves can I just say I've done the dust uh, option five times this week and really yeah and it's 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 so nice you and do it's it, flawless and you look too back and everything is zeros and you have some like negligent amount of, of Binance coin but yeah. it's just, it's a wonderful, it's nice. wonderful. It's system. nice. It's it helps the OCD, good. that's for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I mean, like, man, talk about a, a company that's really just doing good shit right now. That's Binance. That sort of feels like, I mean, we've, we've, we moved to Binance for exchanging um, from a number of other companies that, or a number of other groups that work, meh, meh, it's not really it's fucking awful. Out. And you know, shout out, shout out Kraken. Fuck you, Kraken. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and God. let's also mention Cryptopia. Um, although they did a very nice job with the Ember coin. Uh, oh uh, no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, since we since moving over, Binance has only gotten better, and it was pretty good to begin with. It's it's user friendly. Um, I mean, it sounds like I'm being paid, but I'm not. I promise. Oh, they, Binance, they have no us. interest in us at all. But maybe <laughs> I, I I have an interest in them. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, but yeah, yeah. the cool part. Is their CEO's a freaking gangster, right? Like I saw a picture of him this week, and and it was, it was him, and he was like talking to some banking people, and everyone's in suits, and he's in a suit. But then you look at the picture, and he's wearing like these bright blue shorts. So he has like a shirt and a tie and a jacket on the top, and then he's like going full party on the bottom with like these blue shorts, and everyone else is just like in these suits. I was like, dude. You know you're yeah. fucking killing okay. it if that's if that's what you're yeah. doing. So compared to me talking shit about Trim, Tim Draper doing the same thing and the the guy looked like a magician, I'm right behind this. I think that's great. It's it's funny. He probably got a little bit of press. It's also I'm just it's enough with people taking themselves too seriously. And uh, but he's a serious guy. So yeah, you wear the suit on top and shorts, and that's fine. Yeah, business on top, happy. party on the bottom. Happy guy. Yeah. yeah, but that's the thing. It's like Tim Draper is being a fucking lunatic right now. This that's Binance guy isn't saying a word, but he's making crazy moves, yeah, making billions, probably billions of dollars at this point. Um, They've got to think. I mean, they have that 0.05% fee, right? And we're all yeah. paying it. We are all, all paying it. Cool. All right. Well, Andrew, you want to jump into the uh, market update? Tell us what's going on in the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it is real similar to last week. We went through um, some tough times, but we've come out on this Saturday. I look at the market right now. We're right at 430 billion. Uh, Bitcoin's at 9,400, and we're hoping, like we said, to really get that to 10,000. Seems like that would be 
a uh, a bit a, a big difference. The market cap for Bitcoin is 159 million, so you're under that billion. 50 percent. My my bad, billion. Yeah, that'd be a real tough day. Um, yeah, <laughs> billion. So you're under the 50 percent threshold, um, and but the whole market's in the in the green right now in the 24. But see, the thing is, is it's it's very similar to where we were, but we've like gone through hell and back this week. Like if everyone everyone knows, like since our last podcast, you like have been just straight up like looking at your phone all the time. It was red. We were down 10, 15 percent, and we're like, oh shit. You know, it it isn't actually the it isn't actually the the pump that we were looking for, and then people started to bail, and then people were like, oh no no, we're fine, and like everyone calms themselves and buys back in, and now. We're right back where we were last week. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we're going to talk about it later in the episode, but I know we have opinions on what that really means and how yeah. how you should play um, how we should play this. Totally. Well, hey, top 10 coin. Uh, we've been doing a top 10 coin every week, and this one is probably the most near and dear to our heart. Andrew, yeah, it really is. tell me about Ripple, buddy. Yeah, so Ripple is what brought both of us into the market, I think. We looked at Ripple and said, man, this thing... Uh, really has a use case that could change. I, I know I was pitching it in December as a coin that could change international monetary economics. And that's not absurd. It's very aggressive, um, but the word could means that it's, it's kind of possible. So what Ripple is, it's a distributed open source payment system um, that allows you to pay without going into an international or into a national currency, a national fiat currency. So a lot of what they've been trying to do is uh, take your finances away um, from kind of credit cards, banks, PayPal, that type of stuff. Uh, if, if you know anything about remittances in the United States, sending money to other countries is a huge deal. And right now it takes a long time and it's uh it's expensive and ripple is trying to change that very system make it very cheap and very fast the company i think is is company right i guess it's the company company's right but the coin is xrp the company was started um by some kind of former wall street guys who saw this uh this this problem and wanted to fix it with cryptocurrency and uh yeah, I mean, third in the market, some of the things that we have maybe issue with going forward is how central is XRP to Ripple strategy, and that's changing kind of uh, daily, and uh, so we'll see. I think we both like what Ripple could do, though. What do you What do you have on it? Anything? Yeah, I mean, I love their CEO, Brad. Shout out, Brad. If you want to jump on this podcast, Brad, we would <laughs> yeah. be happy to have Please. you. He's my boy, though. Right, like he is so. When you look at the the craziness of cryptocurrency, you look at all these companies with their sketchy ass people. Like Brad is is head and shoulders above. Um, and he was he also does, the richest he, man on earth on paper for a period of time. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah, in January because he has. I mean, he has a lot of Ripple, obviously. He has a lot of XRP, excuse me, and. Uh, you know that it shot up to what three bucks, right? Three fifty. Three three. Yeah, three uh, yeah, three fifty ish, and he has um, in the safe, I believe, but thirty eight billion. Right, so a lot. <laughs> but he's yeah. he's. I mean, he's he didn't run away with it, like so that's forty billion dollars. Yeah, like he didn't run away with it, so that was cool. Yeah. Um, but something that something that I do like about Ripple, um, I mean, it is back under a dollar, right? And so, um, the thing is, the market cap is really high. So when you're looking at like price predictions and stuff like that, it's not going to pull a Bitcoin and go to $9,000 a coin. It's probably going to go, um, you know, I, I think $5 is reasonable. I think $10 is even kind of reasonable. Um, but anything over that, you start to get into some fairy tale land. Um, but I, I, regardless, like just if you're investing in it, don't like it's not don't invest to make money invest because it's a great product project and yeah. they have uh they have a really great team yeah look do you do your research on this for a number of reasons but one because it's just really interesting i mean what it could do if it does what it's supposed to do in terms of you know taking uh control of remittances and making payments and transactions faster is fascinating and really yeah, important totally. going forward yeah so ripple we love you guys um and so now we're gonna we're gonna take a quick a quick uh, little break, and we're gonna hear a word from our sponsors. 
Look, guys, I think a lot of podcasts, you hear them talking about their sponsor and it's just, oh, yeah, use this product because they're paying us. That's not, we, we don't do that. The products that we have sponsor us are things we absolutely believe in. And that's why today's podcast <laughs> is brought to you by Green Visor Guys. <laughs> I think if you're listening to this, you're someone who would be interested in Green Visor Guys and what they <laughs> want to do going forward, what they've already done, how important <laughs> their services are for the future of cryptocurrency. It's like Inception. For the six people listening. Um, Shout out, Mom. Inclu including myself. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so moving forward, look, we just want to keep going with Green Visor guys, but we'd also rather not. Yeah. <laughs> we'd rather someone hey. else uh, give us a little give us a little love. So hey, yeah, we, we're in the works. Sponsor. We're in the works. I think next week we're gonna bring on a real sponsor, and I think I love. Yeah, them, that actually so. is true. Yeah. That yeah, that's actually true, true, and it's yeah. something that I love. Like I actually. <laughs> It's something I really like, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, but um, until cool. then, Green Visor Guys. Yeah, Green Visor Guys sponsor. All right, well, hey, uh, we actually have something really awesome today. Uh, I have a good friend, Jared, and he's, uh, he is a miner, uh, and he mines cryptocurrency. And so we're just going to jump into that uh, interview right now. All right, people, so we have uh, my good friend, Jared. Uh, Jared, say, say hello to the good people. Hey, how's it going, everybody? So, so I talked to Jared. We connected um, on Facebook. We were friends. We went to the same church. It was a whole thing. And then uh, he actually moved away, and we reconnected because I think we posted on something on Facebook about some ridiculousness of crypto, like in December. And so I hit him up, and I was like, bro, you do crypto? And he was like, you do crypto. And so we've been kind of connecting and talking ever since. Um, and he ended up telling me that, uh, he was a miner. So like he actually mined cryptocurrency. So, um, super interesting, super fascinating. So Jared, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and, uh, kind of how you got involved with crypto? Yeah. So my name is Jared Johnson. Uh, joined the Navy at a high school at 18. I'm now 27 and uh, I live in Panama city beach. I originally got into crypto. I was deployed out to Bahrain and, uh, there was this guy that came out to do some training for a uh, underwater robot that we were using while we were in Bahrain and uh, he was telling me about this stuff called Bitcoin and at the time it was mostly used on the black market I'm pretty sure it was in 2013 and uh, yeah it was something I started to research something I definitely wanted to get into and it's a long story that maybe we'll get into a little bit later but that's how I originally heard about it nice did, now question did you buy Bitcoin at 2013 or yeah, do you hate say. yourself now <laughs> So, all right, we'll just get into the story then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I re-enlisted out there, and the uh, cool thing about Bahrain is that it's tax-free. So I had a tax-free re-enlistment. Mm -hmm. So I came up on a good bit of change. I was only 22 years old, and uh, like any 22-year-old, I wanted to save some, and then I wanted to blow some. So for some of my blow money, I wanted to get into the stuff called Bitcoin. I actually had $5,000 I was going to buy in Bitcoin. I oh, a, no. <laughs> I set up a web, or got into the website, had a login and password, and uh, Bitcoin was worth $127 at the time. Ooh. No. And I'll never forget that number. And uh, oh. so since I was uh, on Internet servers that were provided by the Navy, my boss told me that I was not allowed to do it because he said that if they came after me because Bitcoin was a fraud and it was a scam, that they were going to come after him, and he didn't want to lose his job because of my poor decisions. Oh, that guy is that's such brutal, a jackass. Man. That's brutal. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's brutal. Yeah. I, I thought my story was bad, like, in November where I was like, oh, I have, like, I have an interest in buying two Bitcoins at $2,000, and now you're telling me this story. Yeah, so to break it down, that five grand, it would have been, I was going to buy about, uh, I was going to be 40 Bitcoin. Oh, no. Yeah, so, I mean, if we're just to do a little rough math, let's just say 40 Bitcoin and nine grand is about 360000 right now, but, you know, it is what it is. Talk about your boss just really fucking you on that. Oh, it's, there's, there's a lot of like getting screwed by your boss stories, but this might be a, a top one for me. You know, to be honest with you, I, I was a little bit upset for a while because I watched it go up to 1,000. I think it was about maybe nine months later. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, and, no. uh, sitting back on it, I'm a little bit older, I'm a little more mature, and I don't think that I could sit here and tell you that I would still have Bitcoin. I'm pretty sure once it hit about $1,000, I think I would have sold it. Just think yeah. about yeah. it, almost 10 times my money. Yeah. So it's hard for me to sit here and say that, man, I wish I would have had all that Bitcoin, because I don't think I would have had the self-control to hold okay. on to all these years. Okay, well that's good. That's the, the bright side of it, right. I guess. You were so still that's in nice. the game so early, though. Just that foresight's like pretty impressive. So how did you end up getting into mining? When did that come about? So the mining came about, um, I really started, so I, I, I left the crypto space as far as I didn't keep looking at it all the time because it would drive me nuts until I believe it was April of last year. My buddy came to visit me in Panama City Beach and he was like, dude, you need to get in on this Bitcoin. And I'm like, I already know about Bitcoin, bro. I'm not getting in on it, man. He's like, no, I'm telling you, it's real now. Like, it wasn't real before. It's real now. I'm like, all right, I don't think it's more real, but let's check it out. And Bitcoin is at about, I think, 13 or $1,500, somewhere in there. All right. And uh, so I started looking into it. And But this time, I wanted to fully understand it. So I started to uh, look into mining and what mining actually was. So I would say around like May, June time frame is when I started to get interested in mining. But I have zero computer background, and mm-hmm, I know mm-hmm. nothing about building a computer or any of that kind of stuff, so it kind of shied me away for a while. I have a question. What, what is mining? I mean, do you, like, do you have like an axe? That, that, what, is, what do you actually do with mining? What is that? So that's what's interesting. So to be honest, I still don't fully 100% understand it. But I love it. I do my best. So it's just like anything in this space. I feel like no one truly understands it. Right? Yeah, that's the point of our podcast. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> what mining is, is I built a computer. So I built it from the ground up. And uh, for mining, in order to be successful, what does a really good job at mining is uh, the GPUs or the graphics cards. Mm-hmm. So I built a computer where most computers only have one graphics card. I have six. So I have six 1070 Ti's, which 1070 Ti's are going to be, uh, we'll just say, towards the higher range in efficiency at mining. Okay, so what does, like, so do you just run a program? Like, do you click start, and then it gives you Bitcoins? Like, what's the process of getting crypto? So that's what, that's the part. I could, uh, I could build everything. I kind of learned that to YouTube, but as far as downloading it. So you have to download a software. What I go through is called uh, simplemining.net. What I did is I downloaded this operating system essentially to a USB, and I and I plugged the USB into the computer, and then it runs. So it automatically runs in a simple mining. Of course, I had to set up a, a username and a password, and I had to get into uh, uh, into in depth a little bit into the website. Nothing too much. I don't want to bore you guys. But essentially, what it's doing is it starts up, it boots up, and it uh, it asks you what. Uh, what coin you want to mine and things like that and you have to figure out like a different algorithm and you mm-hmm. go in and essentially what's going on is this computer is just solving math problems like insane math problems that of course like any math problem could be solved by hand like a human could actually do it but why why do that when uh you know you can have a computer do it for you so it's just constantly solving algorithms so the blockchain is sending out these math problems and essentially every computer within that zone is attempting to solve it. Now, whoever actually does solve it is rewarded with coins. So for instance, I mine Zencash. So typically Zencash throws out an algorithm about every three to 10 seconds. And there's X amount of computers out there trying to solve the problem and only one is going to actually do it. So when that one computer actually solves the algorithm, then it's paid out in Zencash for completing the transaction. Okay. That's like fascinating. Yeah, no, I I really have a a lot of questions. Um, You don't need to get into... Say that again? I said I hope I have answers. Yeah, right. Um, Also part of our podcast. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No need to get into, you know, how, how, how well you're doing, but what's the cost to even run this? I know it's really expensive in terms of electricity to even have this going on in the background. So everyone says that. And uh, 
I did a lot of research because that that's kind of the big uh, stumbling block that I kept running into was, man, it's just, it costs more than what you can make. The electricity is going to eat you alive, and, and they go on and so forth. And I had a bunch of friends, actually, once I uh, started to talk to people about wanting to build a mining rig, that that was their number one question. What does it cost in electricity? Because we see so many different answers online. Mm-hmm. Well, I was the... Just it's just kind of who I am in my nature. I was like, well, I'll take it for the team. I'll uh, I'll build one. So I built one. And to be honest with you, I don't track it per dollar because I at first didn't want to know what it costed, but <laughs> I knew that my electricity bill would be going up, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna be honest and tell you that my electricity bill hasn't gone up enough that I even notice it. Wow. wow. Okay. So we're talking that's less great. than $20 because I keep yeah, a pretty great. good rain on what my electricity bill would cost. And uh, it really <laughs> is nothing significant at all. Okay, so, then, so are you like, are you coming out profitable yet or what is the... Well, it's just like anything, right? Nothing's profitable until you sell it. So I'm getting paid in mm-hmm. Zen Cash. So right now I own about 15 Zen Cash. So okay. It, I could go sell those Zen Cash and be profitable, but I am uh, I'm just holding on to them and I'm continuing to mine. Yeah, cool. For sure. Okay, so I have a question. I have a question. So the the January February dip, right? We all know it. We all kind of pissed ourselves a little bit when it happened. Um, at any point after you like bought your mining rig and stuff, were you like? Oh shit! This is a bad idea. Or did you have like a a future vision in mind? Um, both. So I realized I realized it was a bad idea when I got really excited about mining because I finally decided to pull the pull or pull the trigger on mining in December. So I sold some crypto, and by the time it got all the way through Coinbase, which we all know takes a while. I yep. took that money and I bought everything I needed, or at least what I thought I needed at the time, for my mining rig. And I bought my graphics cards, all but one, because Amazon was limiting the graphics cards. They they were tired of, uh, essentially, NVIDIA and AMD were trying to protect the gamers from the crypto miners by limiting the amount of graphics cards that each individual could purchase. So I can't just go on Amazon and buy 50 graphics cards. I was limited to five. Okay. Well, my mining rig holds six. That's what I built it for. So I ended up buying one from Best Buy, which came in about a few days later. So I was mining on one graphics card just to get started and understand the process. And uh, I realized I was in trouble when it was already February and Amazon had sent me my third email asking me if I still wanted those graphics cards because they still had no idea when I was going to get them. Oh, man. Yeah, so that was when I was a little worried. But luckily, Amazon will hold true to their word. I ended up getting my graphics cards, I think it was in late February. It took just over two months for me to get my graphics cards in. Meanwhile, obviously, I was frustrated. I'm like, well, I'll buy them somewhere else in the price of the graphics cards at what I bought for four seventy nine a piece were being seen online for eight, nine hundred dollars. Jeez man. So I was yeah. stuck. I wasn't willing to give up my four seventy nine per price just to get them faster, which was a little hard at first to give up when they were only at six hundred bucks, but I stayed strong and I didn't pay more for them. I just had to wait for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. All so right. Is there anything is there anything fun about mining, or is it just kind of going on in the background all the time, and you don't? Does it keep you really warm in the winter? Does it I keep you just warm read in the winter? That it can. There are mines that can heat your house, which is absurd. I have to read about that. That's funny. But okay, okay. Well, I'll answer. Uh, I'll answer both questions. Cool. So we'll start with the heat thing. It does produce a lot of heat. Essentially, it is a heater. Um, I have, luckily I have a big enough house because I live in Florida now, no longer in California, that I have a room that is just for mining. Um, so that being said, I cannot close the door because I'll overheat the the room and the mining rigs. I have to keep the door open. I have to constantly be running fans in the room. And this is only one rig, mind you. Some people have three, four, ten rigs. And, uh, it does produce a lot of heat. Does it heat up my whole house? No. 
if I put it in my bedroom with my wife and I at night and it was cold, it would heat up my room. That's awesome. Hey, man. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, cool. So, yeah. So, it does that. Now, as far as the actual mining itself. So, the mining itself, is, it's just something that I, I check on it about twice a day just to make sure that the computer is running right. Sometimes one of the cards will overheat a little bit or it will crash because I'm overclocking them. And uh, that being said, I check on it a couple times a day, just make sure everything's running smoothly. If it's not, I go in there, I reboot it, turn it back on. And, uh, yeah, it's honestly just kind of making me money in the background. It's just kind of sitting in a room, hanging out, and as long as Zencash is remaining profitable, it's doing well for me. Nice. Nice. Hopefully the Zencash people don't, like, you know, Pull a pull a Justin's son and like run away into some cave in China, you <laughs> know. Exactly. Like I think that's all we can hope that'd for. That would be brutal. Exactly. <laughs> cool. Well, hey Jared, uh, we really appreciate having you on, man. We appreciate uh, all the insights into mining, and uh, you know, it's been uh, it's been fun. And thanks for being our first uh, first guest on Green Visor, guys. Yeah, no problem at all. Thanks for having me, guys. Cool. Yeah, that was such a great interview. Um, it got got me thinking about a couple of things. One, it, are we gonna do this? Because I honestly, it gets <laughs> me kind of excited. Because right it's not like you have to. I mean, you have to be smart, obviously. Like he built his own computer, even though he was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. oh, like I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. But then he was like, also I built a except, computer. So except then I take yeah. that for what you will. And he's like kind of a badass in our in our military. And you know, we're super appreciative yeah, for him for and his sure. service. But, man, I would love to warm my house with uh, some money-making goodness. <laughs> yeah, and I think I just read that the, 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 the sales of the GPUs or the, um, the cards he was talking about has actually gone down, so price is a little cheaper right now. So if you are interested in, in looking into it, right now might be a good time. And I think, I think we might end up... I think we might dabble. However, we also said that about Verge. Remember the last time we were on this podcast, we were like, oh, let's buy Verge, and then it was shit. Um, so yeah. sometimes I think we need to step back and reevaluate our, our conclusions. That. We don't need to talk about it. I just don't, I still don't understand at all why it went down. That, it's fine. Whatever. You want to get into the news? Let's get into the news. Let's get into the news. Tell me Let's about France. Let's get into the, the great good nation of France. Uh, uh, you know, the land of Napoleon Bonaparte and the perpetual, uh, pro retreats from every war yeah, ever. Do what you like. Sorry. That's fine. Yeah. Um, they changed this week their capital gains tax law to say that crypto was uh, that the the legal consideration of crypto is now that it is a movable property, and so oh. that changes the capital gains from forty five percent to nineteen percent. What do you think about that change? I mean, obviously it's great. It's it's great for innovation. I think listing it as a movable property, um, so using it kind of as like an asset in in that regard. I think it's interesting. I think France is, I don't know, like, it's not a, a hub. It is a hub. It's one of the, you know, obviously one of the, the main countries in the world that, like, you would close to consider a superpower. Like, it's, I wouldn't consider France a superpower, but yeah. that's because they backed out of yeah, every no, war we've not. ever been in. <laughs> um, that, but, is, that is patently false, but continue. I just Continue. they fucking they finance the American Revolution, but keep going. Oh yeah, but that was for. I'm <laughs> talking about the World one. Wars. I'm talking when we all go to when we all go to bat. France was like, oh, <laughs> have fun. <laughs> okay, um, keep going, keep going. So I I think I honestly think it's great. I think it's it's cultivating innovation. I think um, hopefully I think I, I I mean this is obviously the dream, but I hope other companies or other countries, I mean, look at it and take it as a precedent. Um, I think that could be really cool. Will America change the capital gains tax? Probably not, right? Yeah, like we'll I see, just, we'll see. What, uh, what are your thoughts on it, Andrew? I think, so a couple of things I thought were interesting. One, my first thought was, okay, well, maybe this was just a legal decision that had little to do with policy, but it kind of turns out that's not the case. They're moving forward on creating ICO regimes of how, they're going to deal with ICOs and kind of making them right less fraudulent, but also um, um, innovative. So they're 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 allowing for ICOs to continue, and they're doing a good job of maybe pushing them. I also read that there's speculation that France really wants to be at the head of this, and oh. because of that, moving from 45 to 19 is 
is solid. Now, to say that having a capital gain of 19%, leave out the number and just think of the decrease in what it says about kind of the regulatory innovation that they're maybe willing to do. And yeah. I think it's good. I mean, it's of course it's good. On its face, yeah. it has to be good. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I mean, I, I, I hope it, it starts a trend for countries to really start supporting cryptocurrency yeah. and supporting blockchain. I mean, blockchain has such such huge implications in just life. Like, mm-hmm. it, it will affect our everyday life at some point. So I hope that we can skip the, you know, craziness of, like, fuck this, like, we don't want it, blah, 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 and, like, suppressing it, and, and we yeah. can just skip that and go right to the adoption. But, you know, I guess that's the dream. And, well, and now that... And now that Binance purchased uh, India in Bitcoin. Binance didn't purchase India. It's <laughs> not now true. That they purchased and maybe it was just a province. Now that no, it wasn't that, a you province. Would, you've got to expect India to make some changes. That was probably uh, your dream. That was Binance, probably a dream because Binance purchased India. Binance yeah. didn't purchase India. Binance, all right, all right. however, in the in the Bermuda, hey, I, mean, I want them to. No, I'm kidding. That would be pretty rad. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about this next one. Request. Uh, WooCommerce plugin. So if you guys are into designing websites at all, um, I'm kind of, I like to nerd out on that stuff. By no means am I talented in that. I just try and learn kind of the best that I can. And uh, I've done a lot of research for a couple a couple companies that I've, I've helped kind of start. And uh, WooCommerce is, pro- it is, I would say it's the biggest plugin that you could have for a website on WordPress. So WordPress is kind of this platform uh, that you can create your website on. It's uh, the most used uh, platform to create websites. And so everyone uses WordPress. Everyone uses WooCommerce. That's how you get online payments. And they just, like, adopted a cryptocurrency plugin with the Request Network. Andrew, what are your, what are your thoughts? Like, how huge the, is this? Do you know that the stupid emoji with the two hearts in the eyes? I do. Do you know that one? That's kind of what I think of this. It's use case. It's Thank huge you. use case. We're doing a thing that it's a thing. We can point to it and say that's what cryptocurrency and the blockchain can do. Exactly. And I think that's very helpful. It's confirmation yeah. bias as well because it goes, ha, look, we can actually, this is actually useful. It's not just um, yeah. some tulips in the Netherlands. Yeah, I mean, and and the the cool part is I don't I don't know what the tulips thing is about, but um, <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that before. I've never heard that before. Is the it tulips? poppies? Like, are you talking about heroin? No, you know what I'm talking about, right? I I have no idea what you're talking about. The tulip inflation. Uh, no. No. Yeah, you I, I've, it's now it's now, it's now ringing a bell, but I'm I quickly don't know what you're saying. Really. Tulips in Holland. So there was a period of time in uh, let me remember the the year. But but um, well, it doesn't really matter the year. So a long time ago, right? There was a there's a run on tulips in the Netherlands, and the price went through the roof. People were buying tulips to just hold as a as a not a type of currency, but as an asset because they were so um, expensive and the price was appreciating so quickly. And people have said that. It's just the same tulip craze um, that happened yeah. in Holland in uh, the 1600s. Wow, that's very interesting. Yeah, Thank you read, for yeah, our, our daily history lesson from Andrew. <laughs> All right, um, so back to WooCommerce. Yeah, uh, guys, this is freaking huge. This is huge. And the reason why this is huge is when you're designing a website, right, like you can do WooCommerce and you can pay in dollars, right? If you're in the US, you have the option to pay in dollars. You have to go in and enable a lot of different things to take different types of currency. So if, if I wanted to accept the euro, if I wanted to accept the pound, if I wanted, you know, um, yen, all these different types of currency that are very popular and people use them all the time and people who are looking at your website might want to use them, especially if you have an online product. So my thing is, is all these people who have these international currencies visit your website, and if you haven't thought through or thought ahead of, oh man, like I need to, I need to get this ready so that people can use the yen on your website, this just takes everything away, everything away. Like anyone now can purchase your from your website because everyone has access to cryptocurrency, and it's it's a singular currency in between, and so 
I mean, man, this is so huge. This is like well, this even, excites me. Even before, if if they did have access to pay in a certain currency, they were gonna have to pay the exchange rate. And yep, that's what hits. It, it takes time. It's expensive, and yeah, uh, that's that's what we're changing. This is huge. It's this expensive. is huge, guys. So hyped. Good job request. Um, and not only that, but it was such an easy user interface. And I think that's the difference. There was another plugin that you could, you know, put in your website to pay in cryptocurrency, but it was trash. And so the fact mm -hmm. that like WooCommerce came in, who's like the giant of this, of this, you know, kind of niche, uh, and they made it just beautiful. So WooCommerce, good shit. Sweet, man. Yeah. We've got Reuters coming out and saying that 56 finance groups will enter crypto in the next six months. Now, let me say this. In, in terms of Reuters, I really like the way... I don't know who that is. Okay. I sound like no, an Reuters idiot is, today, but I don't know who that is. No, you're fine. Reuters is just a really big um, international news. I'm going to use the word conglomerate. Uh, that's probably not right. But just a really big international news group. I think they do a great job on giving um, foreign policy updates. They have a podcast that they do, honestly, probably 20 times a day, just one-minute updates on things that are happening in international news. There's a period of time where I tried to listen to all of them. Not reasonable. It's That's not going to work. But, yeah, so when, when, you, when I see Reuters coming out with something, I give it a pretty decent amount of credence that, uh, uh, the, that there's a, you know, a good number of finance uh, groups that are going to enter the crypto sphere in the next six months. Now, the question is, who are they? How much money are they bringing in? What's their goal with bringing it in? Um, but at the same time, they, there's clearly some belief in the in the crypto market from the broader financial uh, sphere. What do you think? I mean, 56 finance groups can be anything you you dream it to be, right? Like yeah. the the Austin Long Finance Group can you know throw in five bucks and we're good, right? Like good. obviously that's that's not realistic, but um, <laughs> I think that. I think that it is, you know, I think that it, it's pretty cool. Um, it's just more adoption, right? More adoption. And that, like, that's all we can ask. Uh, but the fact that, um, you know, now it's getting international, like real international news um, conglomerates, as you put it, um, mm -hmm. are like giving updates on crypto. I think that's like, I expect financial institutions to, to join in crypto because I think it's a smart move for them. But the fact that now we have international people talking about this and international news services that are updating people about crypto, I think that's more that's more important and that's that's a bigger win than you know these yeah. fifty six financial groups. Yeah, no, I agree. And I guess it was a survey, and in the survey, seventy percent of the group surveyed said that they were interested in entering the into entering a cryptocurrency in wow. twenty eighteen. That's yeah. rad. Yeah, cool. For sure. Okay. Um, well, that's awesome. Good shit. Um, let's jump to Binance. Binance. We, we talked about it in the beginning, but Binance is ruling the world. They did not purchase India, but um, they're... Indiana. No, it was, Indiana? It, they did not buy... You're, I think you're in me, Indiana, let me, right? Let me say this right now. They could, they could have it. Yeah, right? <laughs> I think you live in I Indiana, live, and I, I think we would in, know. in the great good state of Indiana. They could yeah. Have it. Yeah, maybe free. I might. <laughs> Actually, the U.S. would have to pay to to take it off their hands. Um, <laughs> so Binance is making more money than Germany's biggest bank. What does that mean for us, Andrew? Man, Deutsche Bank is it's uh, a household name. Deutsche Bank is. I mean, you know them from any number of things, whether it be. Scandals from the president of the United States to their uh, their uh, involvement in the 2008 financial crisis, which isn't to say that they were the only ones, but I mean they're a really big bank, and to have Binance beating them out, one it says that Binance takes a solid fee for every transaction. But two, I think it means that there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of people in the sphere now in the space. And, and, and it's also to say that this is what happens when you have a, a pretty truly global market um, of yeah. people using Binance relative to probably a, a smaller, more homogenous group using uh, Deutsche. Yeah, but I mean, we're, we're moving, right? Like, um, and I, I think that just the fact that, I, I guess that it would be, the fact that Binance is doing its thing, it's making a lot of moves, and it's becoming more profitable. Stuff like this, even though it's like, okay, like we, we're comparing a, a 
international company to like a national bank, just the fact that it's it's showing how much money they're making, I think is encouraging the market. You know, people are looking like obviously not people like us, but normal like you know like people that are very innovative and have a lot of money are like, oh shit, like there's some money in crypto. You know, and not not in scamming people and not in pump and dumps, but it's there's money in the infrastructure of cryptocurrency. And so for me, this is encouraging. It's fucking awesome. Like if there's you know a lot of people that are looking at this and like, oh shit, maybe I sh- I should not miss this train. Uh, yeah, you would have to say that, right? I mean, if you yeah. know Deutsche Bank is big enough that that's a splash, and if Binance is making more money than them. I don't know. I guess it's only a matter of time till they make their own exchange, right? If they're getting beat by a cryptocurrency exchange that's been around for, I don't know, what, maybe two years or something? Three years? I don't know. I feel like it's been around for a while, but it just hasn't been popular until now. Yeah. I don't even know. Let me look it up. Yeah. Uh, how long has Binance been? Dude, it was founded in 2017. Ah, oh, damn it. That's shocking. <laughs> what the hell is that? So, yeah, man. I mean... So, people don't want to miss the train. If I'm Deutsche... I'm either trying to buy Binance or I'm very quickly opening exchange of my own. If hey, but apparently Binance can buy Deutsche. Well, they, they bought Indiana. So they did not they buy Indiana. Buy um, what if we got that like rumor started that Binance <laughs> purchased a small it would country? Be, <laughs> it would be the BNB coin would just skyrocket through the roof. Oh, my gosh. Honestly, it would point. probably be more... It would help the economics of Indiana more than what we're doing now. Yeah, well, Indiana's, Indiana had a tough go, but I think it's actually coming back, which is nice. Um, Maybe. Let me ask you this. Do you have any perception of what country, if Binance were, if we were to make a room of Binance buying a country, what country are you going with? It'd have to be something convincing. It would so have, have to be, to be something no, not people know, but also know so little about that. Lithuania. Like, oh, well, that could happen. Lithuania. Oh man, I think you hit it. Li- yeah, Binance goes, could. Goes, oh, uh, some tiny European country that. You know, right. Yeah, that has no regulation. Yeah, like yeah, Lithuania would be my guess. I don't know actually. If you asked me where Lithuania was on a map, I couldn't point you to it. But I think right. that's the point. Yeah, I mean, they already bought Indiana, so they're clearly out of the market. But, um, <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, what do we have? All right, Reddit comment of the week. Let's do it. So I have one. It is, it's not funny. I'm sorry, people, if you were looking for funny on this one. But it's just something so freaking interesting to me. Um, it's on the thread of the uh, Reddit of, you know, the R cryptocurrency. And it says Coinbase valued at $8 billion. So Coinbase is now valued at $8 billion. But then the first comment coming from BioSysShack, don't know who you are, but good stuff. Mm-hmm. I like your question. He says, funny how coins like EOS and Cardano with no product are equally high, if not bigger, than Coinbase. Man. Wait, what? Makes Sorry, you yeah. think. I didn't even so funny. It's so it, Coinbase is valued at $8 billion, uh-huh. And he says, funny how coins like EOS and Cardano with no product are equally yeah, high, yeah, if yeah, not yeah, bigger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that just man, it makes you think. You're like, what is going on? Like, as as much as we I love the cryptocurrency point. market, yeah, as much as we love the cryptocurrency market, as much as we love everything that's going on there, it makes you question, like, what the fuck is actually happening? Like, the, there's two companies that have so much money in them. They're in the top ten or top fifteen, and there's no product. But a, a yeah. extremely well, useful company like Coinbase is not worth as much as they are. What are your thoughts? Uh, it kind of gets me to the general idea that at some point, some of these losers, are not losers, but companies that are going to lose out are going to have to lose out. Um, you, you, we can't go on forever with just the speculation that they might have a privacy coin that's worth a lot. They're going to soon have to have a privacy coin that's worth a lot. And, uh, and hopefully that doesn't destroy the market when a lot of these companies lose you know because it's probably gonna happen so totally totally i've I've got one for you okay this guy on uh, this is also on the cryptocurrency uh, front page he says i quit smoking i now use the money to buy crypto and the first comment from will zyx01 says good plan one 
quit smoking. Two, buy crypto. Three, get filthy rich. Four, blow money on coke and hookers. <laughs> and all I have to say about that is uh, what he did is he spelled out the American dream. <laughs> yeah, pulled a, he pulled a Wolf of Wall Street on that one. That's a, yeah. Oh, man. Actually, the second comment is pretty funny, too. The comment under that comment is, I stopped using toilet paper and just started using my sleeve. I put all my toilet paper money into crypto. <laughs> that's actually pretty funny. That is funny. Oh, then oh, then the awesome. comment under that is, I sold my toilet for crypto. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Uh, that's that's really the Reddit right. chains that you just yeah, like read all the way down. Wow. Right. You read all, you read the you read the Reddit thread all the way down and you're just like laughing, you know, that's by yourself funny. in a right, room. Cool. Cool. Yeah, that's funny. Well, good for you for quitting smoking, <laughs> but you know, you just you you uh, switched from nicotine to crypto, which is probably, if not more, addicting. So good luck. Well, I mean, first of all, how the hell is that on the front page? Some asshat quits smoking and is putting his money into crypto. Cool, I don't know. man. That's great. Good for you, but I don't, Good on I don't you. care. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I, I, think, I think this week has been a little quieter, uh, and that's yeah. why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But who knows? All right, well, let's go jump right into our general ponderings. I have my general pondering. It's something I've been pondering, and I think we have been pondering for a while. These, we, these, ah, these damn week cycles, right? So, and by week cycles, I mean like, like the physical days of the week where we see every week, pretty consistently, every week, Right? Thursday, it starts to pump. We get excited. You know, you gain 10% on Thursday. You gain another 10% on Friday. Everything's green. Saturday is at the all-time high of the week. Sunday's a little bit lower. Monday goes a little bit lower. Tuesday, it pretty much crashes, right? Like, if we mm -hmm. looked at the cryptocurrency market like we looked at the stock market, these would all be considered crashes, right? I mean, we sometimes even lose, you know, $50 billion to $100 billion in market cap. And so we lose a shit ton of money in the market, and then Wednesday it kind of flattens out, and then Thursday it pumps again, and then we're like right back to where we were. What Am I being an idiot by not, like I, I can identify that. Am I being an idiot by not selling and buying back each week? I'm so scared to do that. That's the problem is I, I don't think I've ever been burned by selling and rebuying. But it's just so hard to, I don't know, it's hard to think that... It's guessing the market. Yeah. And everything um, in finance, everything that anyone's ever told you, it's like, don't day trade, don't yeah. guess the market, you're going to get fucked. But I just feel like every single week, it's the same thing, right? It's the same pattern. It really is, too. I mean, I think we are dumb for not taking advantage of it. But I also just don't know how I'm scared to take advantage of it. Um, yeah, and that's Same. so I don't know. It's so silly because it's just un it's unreasonable in the literal sense of reason. Uh, yeah, but I don't. But know. But the thing I is, I guess you're always you're always you're always thinking like, what if it keeps pumping? Yeah, exactly. Like, why would I sell at this all time high like today? Like, so like, today is Saturday, so technically we should be selling today or tomorrow. Yeah. Like, what if it keeps going and I sold out and I miss out? And so you have this FOMO of like what if I miss out on this pump? You know what I mean? Like, what if right. this is it? And I think that's what we're always thinking. Yeah, and that's like a really central tenet to uh, economics, the hot hand fallacy, the idea that you overvalue how, uh, how likely it is that the same thing that is happening will continue to happen. And we, yeah. we're clearly doing that. But I also can't get myself, I know what I'm doing, and I know that it is kind of wrong, but I don't know how to get away from it. And I, I, yeah, I just don't have an answer because I don't know how to get away from it. it. It seems like we would sell tomorrow midday, wait for wait for a week, and then rebuy into other coins. Although you have to account for how um, how Bitcoin will change if you're buying into that, but or tether. Totally. But that's what I mean. It's like you know it's going to go down. Maybe we try it this week. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I know. Maybe we try it this week. Maybe we try it with like half this week and see what happens. I'll, I'll try. I won't try it with half. I'll try it with some. <laughs> He's with like half. one. I'm gonna try yeah, it with yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. We'll we'll try it this week. We'll let we'll let our listeners know. Mom, I'll let okay. you know how it goes. All right, all right, all right we'll do cool. It. Good, yeah. All right, Andrew, what's your general pondering? Okay, I've got two, and they're both the dreaded dun 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 politics. Um, the great state of Arizona 
is allowing for taxes to be paid with crypto. And so that's kind of interesting. It's the oldest state by age in the country. I think that's right. Arizona? So, yeah, I'm fairly sure that's correct. Um, okay, well. Oldest state by age. So what is their upside? I think, and so it's not even in the top five. Very good. Because um, <laughs> that didn't make Virginia. sense to me, but it's fine. I don't know why I thought that. Whatever, it's fine. Um, I'm allowed to be wrong. I'm yeah. At least at least we at least we changed it. We rock it. So, we rock it. So they. So what's their upside, right? If you're a state government, you want the the sure thing on your tax base, and now they're saying maybe they just think crypto is a good investment for. So here's um, my thing. If you've ever been to Arizona, you quickly realize it's the middle of butt fuck nowhere, mm. right? You're driving through Arizona, there's nothing there, and everyone who lives there is pretty miserable. <laughs> like, it is not a nice place to live. It's, so um, it's hot, it's just dry, like, no one, you know, like, it's kind of sketchy, you go into they Phoenix. really intense drug policy. But I'm yeah, just, like, yeah, anyway. it's just very interesting. So, no one wants to live there. Honestly, I think this is them being like, let's get some people who are educated into, into Arizona. Like let's let's if people are invested in crypto, maybe they are smarter than the people we already have, and we can like kind of start breeding some smarter people in Arizona. Like That's pushing my pushing for innovation and in yeah, uh, yeah, I guess. Okay. I mean, yeah, I think it could be. I like to see how it plays out. I wonder if anyone at all pays in crypto. Dude, I would uh, pay in crypto. Just really? to say, I did. I, I wouldn't. Did you, you keep it because you like we think it's going to make more money. Yeah, that's true, I guess. And also, like, they could come back in five years and be like, just kidding, Bitcoin isn't real, and now you owe all these back taxes, which kind of would blow. Right, yeah, that's true. All right, right, next one. Second, House of Representatives member, I believe his name is Brad Sherman from the California 30th, proposes a ban to cryptocurrency. I went, wait a second, why would he do that? That's crazy. Well, I wonder what does he have any reason? Does he hate crypto? What's uh, his top donor? Oh, it turns out his top donor is Allied Wallet, an online payment system that uses oh, fiat. So, oh. in the least uh, unexpected political move in the history of the world, a politician had their self-interest and nothing else uh, up front. So I think he can go fuck himself because. Dude. Just be, what if you actually hat. don't think it's right, fine. But if you're only doing it because that's your donor, you should get voted out. Um, what an asshat. That's what I, like... I hate that, uh, man. I hate that. That's, like, politics. straight up just, like, ridiculous politics. Like, it in the exactly open. I think... Expect, though, isn't it? I mean, it's exactly... I mean, it's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. top donor, it's like, oh, yeah, so nothing is different about the world than I thought. Yeah, well, if you're in America right now, you know politics has been... Uh, Pretty yeah, pretty interesting these yeah, past couple exactly. years. So, um, so cool. All right, well, fuck you. Vote him out, I Sherman. Think uh, from LA is he a Democrat? Because he's never getting voted out of California. So, um, yeah, I think he's in like his seat is a is a plus ten or something like that. So yeah, probably. Lose. Okay, well, fuck you, guy. Um, we are out of time for the day. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Plus Eighteen. Uh, Good lord. Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> we're stoked that you guys uh, picked us. We're excited to, to keep exploring this with you guys, and and you know we think we're we're in for a bull run coming. And um, but who knows? Because we don't know what we're talking about. We think the market doesn't know what it's doing, and everyone's just along for the ride. So uh, thank you from Green Visor guys, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>